The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network The Bob Seska Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Ed with a Week There's no better way to troll your Trump supporter friends than by picking up Bubble Genius's own tiny orange hand soap set Give yourself a hand or take two They're small, tiny in fact Teeny tiny and they're orange, of course, and smells appropriately of circus peanuts in honor of the GOP's clown dictator. Am I right, folks? Only $12 at BubbleGenius.com, but if you use our promo code CESCA, SESCA, at checkout, you'll get an additional 15% off only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi. Hi, hi. I was just saying that um, I'm an entertainer too. Oh, yeah? Um, what do you do? I'm in a sitcom. It's called When the Whistle Blows. Mm. Have you seen it? I haven't, no. Is it any good? Nice. Oh, just riffraff everywhere. I, I think I've sold out, to be honest, but yeah. It's difficult, isn't it, when you, to keep your integrity when you're going for that first little fat man who sold his soul. The little. Little fat man who sold his dream. Chubby little loser. Chubby little loser. National joke. Fatso takes his own life. He blows his bloated face off. No. He blows his stupid brains out. But the probably miss. Yes, Linda, I like that. Yeah, so do I. It's brilliant, Linda. He sold his soul for a shot at fame. Catchphrase and wig and the jokes are lame. He's got no style, he's got no grace. He's banal and facile, he's a fat waste of space. Yeah, yeah. Everybody sing that last line. One, two, three. Bob Seska! Ladies and gentlemen, take my advice. Pull down your pants and slide on the ice. The Bob Seska Show! Hello, Bob. Hi. It is uh, Thursday, May 18, 2017, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I am Bob, and we are brought to you by the best soap in the world. It's BubbleGenius.com. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. Get free legal advice, as always, at TheBowenLawGroup.com slash Bob and Chez, or just click the link on the podcast page. Right there on the front page, a uh, photograph of Charles Bowen speaking into an old-timey telephone. Just click that, and then you can get free legal advice. All right. And uh, if you happen to be Mike Flynn, Donald Trump, Carter Page, Paul Manafort, Jared Kushner, um, who am I missing? <laughs> who else is in the list who might need legal advice from Charles Bowen? Although I uh, I doubt they would get it. All right. Uh, holy God. Holy God. Where where the hell? God Damn it, where do we begin? God damn it! I know, where do we begin here today? Uh, well, let's first bring in uh, Kimberly Mad Dog Johnson. 
There I she thought is. I was Kimberly Feminist Slut Johnson. I, I don't know. Or like Feminazi Slut. I just figured in honor of the uh, Trump administration. <laughs> I today, know, we... I know. But I'm a Feminazi <laughs> Slut, God damn it. She's, of course, from uh, Liberals Unite and the uh, the uh, Start Me Up podcast, and you've written a bunch of books. And, and Huffington Post. The Huffington Post, and... Uh, and what and else? Then I used to be on Days of Our Lives. Oh, you were on Days of Our Lives. That is, that is actually true. I'm not making that up. That is real. You were on Days of Our Lives for like yes, I was a cop seven years. You were a cop. First, I was a model. Then I was a model. Then I was a reporter. Then I was a cop, and I stayed a cop. So you were a model twice on two yeah. separate and non-consecutive I was a model occasions. And I was a model citizen. <laughs> you were like the Grover Cleveland of <laughs> models on Days of Our Lives. All right. Well, uh, welcome to the show today, and uh, thank you. And we've got so much to talk about. It's uh, oh tr- Trump crisis, the Trump crisis, day one nineteen, and uh, and God. Oh, also, uh, it's Thuggish Thursday in the White House in thuggish honor of Thursday. <laughs> thuggish Thursday. We had uh, Tyranny Tuesday. Yeah. We have uh, now. I've officially. I'm going with Whiny Wednesday. Stop whining. Because Trump was whining yesterday. So yesterday was Whiny Wednesday. How today, about Whiny Little Bitch Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> today is uh, is Thuggish Thursday, uh, in honor of President Erdogan's goon squad. Did you see the goon squad? The uh, the Turkish goon squad. Yes, I did. Beating up the Armenian protesters. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I posted uh, articles all around that this is. This is what authoritarianism, or however you say the word, looks like. Authoritarianism, yes. Authoritarianism, right. thank you. Thuggish authoritarianism. Erdogan thinks he can behave inside the United States like he does in Turkey. And okay. no, sorry, no, you don't get to act like that here in America. So we don't beat up our protesters here. At least we, we try not to. We just we just pepper spray yeah. our protesters. We don't actually <laughs> start kicking them in the head as uh, as some of them were. Um, and then, there was a, God, I saw a photo floating around on Twitter uh, this morning in which... Uh, there was a uh, Erdogan goon choking out some woman, a, a protester, an American protester. No, sorry, sorry, Turkey. You don't get to come here. I don't care how buddy buddy you are with uh, with Trump. You don't get to come here and beat up our protesters. We beat up our own protesters. We've got that covered. <laughs> <laughs> so, but some some DC police officers got in some good wax. I don't know if you saw the whole no, I didn't. the whole video. I can't but watch stuff like that. So, so justice, justice is served there. Uh, what else? Before we jump into uh, Trump Russia, uh, oh, go f- yourself, Roger Ailes. Roger Ailes. Uh, I, I would normally say whenever we have a celebrity death, I would say safe home, Roger Ailes. But I'm not going to say safe home, Roger Ailes. I'm just going to say Roger Ailes is dead. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> you were like before we started the show. You're like, I'm not going to dance. I'm not going to dance on Roger Ailes's grave today, and I'm like. Well, he's a monster. I know, but he is. But you know, I mean, I just, I, I'm, I'm understand that he has family, and um, mm-hmm. I see other people doing, you That's know, true. Yeah. doing the whole dancing on the grave thing, and it's, <laughs> it's not to say that I uh, respect him in any way. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't have this problem with talking ill of the dead. It's basically that he's just got family members, and I feel like. You know, I don't know how they're feeling about all of this, but I certainly, you know, I doubt they're following me on social media, yeah. but uh, I just wouldn't want to add uh, to anybody's grief. Um, that said, I think that he is a horrible or was a hu- horrible human being. And the legacy that he left on is we're going to have to clean up his mess for decades. Uh, well, I guess in deference to Roger Ailes family, I- I'll only do this one more time. <laughs> Roger Ailes is dead today. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I won't do it again. Just okay. Just as long as you don't do it a third time. I I won't do it a third time. I won't say Roger Ailes is dead <laughs> a third time. Yeah. No, I don't think you should. 
<laughs> I, I'm, I'm so I am so going to hell. But there there are many you many totally other, are. There are many other reasons prior to saying Roger Ailes is dead. <laughs> See now there was number four. Damn it! I'm sorry. My apologies to Roger Ailes' family for saying Roger Ailes is dead and then playing <laughs> playing that sound effect. I'm so screwed. You. You know, if I uh, if I actually uh, believed in hell, I would say I was going to hell. You. But uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, let's dive into to Trump Russia because this we're going to be talking about this. We oh, there's as, nothing to see. It's, it's, there's nothing to see here. I Why know. are you hanging on to this Russia thing? Take off your tinfoil hat, Kimberly Mad Dog Johnson. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, I mean. Hello, and how are you doing today to uh, to all the people who said that uh, this whole Trump-Russia thing was a big, crazy no, they're conspiracy? they're still saying there. it. Oh, they're, they're still, still saying it. Still saying it. Yes. Are they? Really? I just want to, like, you need to get an I told you so button really loud for, for when it all comes out without. Yeah. Like, yeah. But you know what? It really won't matter. I mean, the, the f***ing right-wingers who, oh, excuse me, I, I can't cast on the show. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I'll just You have to bleep it. me I'll out. Just, I have I'll to. Just don't cuss, Kimberly. Yeah, because you're normally on the after party I know, every I'm Friday. Just, just, the F-bomb <laughs> comes out of my mouth every other word. We just let the obscenities fly on that show. Um, but. but anyway, the the right-winging, proud-clinging, bitter-clitters are... <laughs> Um, just all over yeah. the map saying, you know, I put, I actually, I'm going to go get it. There was a, a oh, post you... by chicks on the right oh, the other no. day. Yeah. And so they, uh, talked about Putin or whatever. So I took some of the screen grabs from what, <laughs> from their these, comments. Now, I don't know how many of these are actual trolls, Jesus. you know, like Russian bots. I would say, yeah, Russian bots. I would but, say a good number but, of them. But there are still some, you know, legitimate proud clingers who are saying this and one of them, um, our communist liberal moon bats hate this communist even more than Bernie. I wonder why. And then there's the only thing better than Putin actually doing this would be flipping. And this, I guess he said he was going to offer the transcript of the, uh, uh, the, the meeting with Trump and the two Russian guys. Anyway, yeah. so doing this, that's what he's referring to, would be flipping through all of the MSM channels afterwards and seeing what look like a bunch of Jetcom <laughs> TV commercials. Okay. Right okay. Winging bitter clinging proud clingers. <laughs> yeah. And then while he's a communist, while he's a communist, he probably has more integrity <laughs> than a lot of the socialist communists in the loyocrat or the liocrats party. Oh okay, my wait, God. wait, 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 wait. The liocrats. The because they're so God. fucking clever. You know, I oh, love I, that I said stuff. it again. Right. Okay, and then... um. Ann Lynch, who has no profile picture, wrote, I like Putin. Suck on that leftist. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> See, now that's the dumbest one of them all. And I'll tell you why that's so dumb. I, I think that's so dumb for so many reasons. But I think the main one is this person is actually aligning themselves by their own, using their own name. For all of posterity it, to see, for no the entire picture, future so we'll internet to see. Well, yeah, it could be a bot. That, but that's wait, let me just true. read the but, last. But then I... again, I mean, if let's assume for a second right, that that's that a real, real person. This person is backing Vladimir Putin, and we who have has, to suck on that. Who has? Yeah, and we have to suck on that. Obviously, which <laughs> I did. I've already sucked on it. I don't know if you have yet, but there's a line forming outside. Uh, regardless, I mean, this person is putting themselves on the record as saying they support Vladimir Putin, who has executed journalists, who has executed political opponents, but he who hates has, gay people and who, who hates, hates black gay people, people, who who so of attack, they love him, who who conducted the largest, most widespread cyber attack on the United States in the history of the United States and the history of this technology that he was exploiting, and and actually was able to hijack our election, and this person is cheering on 
Vladimir yeah. Putin. And then, oh, let me just read my last favorite one. I mean, there's more, but this I'm will sure. be the last one I read. I'm sure. Donkeys don't want the truth. Donkeys, yeah. <laughs> they can't build their lies on truth and honesty. <laughs> just want to assume everything is true in the mainstream media. Woohoo! Yeah. Shut the yeah. hell up! Right. <laughs> um, and I, I, I do want to point out with that comment right there, donkeys was donkeys apostrophe S. As if yes, donk, donkey is. <laughs> God damn it! And then, and then <laughs> I have to stop. Idiots. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of idiots. All right. The Trump administration is. Uh, I, I understand the uh, the West Wing staffers circulating their resumes at this point, yeah. <laughs> as if they're going to be hired anywhere else and not uh, you know in federal prison at some yeah. point. How many people went to jail uh, from the White House after Watergate? Know. It was something like it was nearly fifty people. Yeah, I don't, ended yeah, up I don't ended up going to prison because of Watergate. It was a long, long list. Um, but I, I guess we should just dive in at this at this point in time to rewind back to Tuesday. Thirty seconds, as it, it always happens, always, always, always happens this way. Thirty seconds after we wrap the show, it was Buzz Burbank uh, on Tuesday show, yeah. and we just wrapped up, and then suddenly, bombshell. We find out that uh, Trump asked Comey to shut down the Flynn probe, which is just uh, obviously obstruction of justice, obviously abuse of power, but, obviously. But he's never been, no other political leader has ever been picked on like he. Yeah, it's so sad. Poor it's so, Trump. poor Donald Trump. <laughs> we have audio of him whining poor baby. the other day. It's just this here. <laughs> oh, poor, poor, poor chief executive, commander in chief, Donald J. Trump. Listen to him. He's just, he's just stopped saying words and just, <laughs> just starts crying. I know. Just starts crying, takes his wig off and cries right into his wig. Although I don't know if that's a wig. I don't know if that's a wig. I, no, I, think, I like the I like the uh, the fake president's version of his hair. Oh yes, or whatever his called. <laughs> that's right, Tony Yataminik's yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just now, now on the president show. They've just taken the to making show. making just a big wad of hair on his head. It's just not even. But he's all bald on the top, and then he just has this like lower layer of hair that's really really long. So yeah, that they come yeah. it up and position it. I mean, I've heard lots of theories about what's going on under there. I do, from what I can tell, there is a hairline under yeah. that big flap yeah, that hangs over his forehead. Yeah, there is. You can kind of see it. Yeah, yeah. And I always, I always thought that his hair was made up sort of the way that Christian Bale does his hair in uh, in, in that movie. Uh, uh, it's so American I Hustle. I have no, American Hustle. Thank you very much. Uh, so regardless. So after Tuesday's show, we get this big bombshell news, which is what I think actually precipitated Rosenstein to give us the next yes. bombshell news item. It's just one thing after another. I said yesterday on uh, on Facebook that the tennis ball machine is really working overtime. We, someone has to uh, someone has to uh, 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 like rinse it down with some cold water or What's something. Like Liz, Liz Winstead said like breaking everything is breaking. Everything yeah. is breaking. I mean, every day is another major major. You just have to get over and get used to the fact that you're going to like, we're going to finish this show and then something's going to break. Something's totally going to happen right at the end of the show. And I, yeah, I mean, I have no, no idea what it could possibly be. But it's so exciting, even though it's awful and I would never wish for this, I would much prefer having Hillary Clinton as president. But since we have to go through this fucking, her up, I have to stop. <laughs> well, that's okay. Her, I know, I mean, but I know what it's what I mean. like bleep everything. <laughs> um, we have to go through this horrendous nightmare. Yeah. Um, it's really exciting to see 
people fighting back and to see all this stuff leaking out. Yep. But I, I want to reiterate and what I've been, you know, I made a post about this on my Facebook page. You know, however long this takes, no matter what, let's just say Trump is removed, like Trump resigns this month. Let's just say that happens. Uh-huh. Yep. We still have to resist because what we're resisting is, you know, aside from Trump is the Republican agenda. And frankly, the Republicans can accomplish a lot more without this guy in the way. You know, Pence or whether it's going to be Pence or, or Ryan mm-hmm. or even Hatch. Yeah. Um, because it, it looks like Pence is pretty damn guilty. And um, I'm sure they all are. And if it does ever go down to Hatch... It doesn't matter. We still, you know, we they have their agenda and <laughs> they're going to ram their legislate all of their legislation through. Amazing to me that we're talking about the concept of President Orrin Hatch. To get that deep into the presidential line of succession, there is something seriously, seriously awry in, yeah. in the system. Uh, and, and what we're hearing now is that Mike Pence is sticking with his story. And this, of course he is. this is specific he, to Mike Flynn. And, and he is saying that what he said on around March 4th, that uh, that that was the first that he had been hearing of it, you know, and, and that Mike Flynn uh, uh, lied to him. That was the first that Pence had ever heard about Mike Flynn colluding with Turkey or Russia yeah. or anything like that, which is. Almost impossible, given that Mike Pence, Mike Pence was so ensconced in the transition. In fact, Mike Pence was the head of the transition. There is no way that Mike Pence didn't know what Mike Flynn was up to. And did you hear his latest move that uh, this week he filed paperwork to form his uh, super PAC, the Great America Committee? Who did that? Pence. Pence did? Yes. <laughs> Great America Committee, huh? Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, there have been uh, people spe- kind of speculating, and this is like pure, pure speculation, that Mike Pence is uh, is pulling a, a Frank Underwood in all of this, that yeah. he's working behind the scenes and that uh, some of the leaks are coming from him. Yeah. And, uh, and that he's just, he's been basically operating from the beginning. He goes home and he goes, mother, things are about to get better for us. <laughs> yeah. Him and mother st- sit by the open window and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, right. And talk about how... <laughs> how their plan is is being hatched against uh, Donald Trump. But, I mean, who knows? But, I mean, the the fact is that it's very possible that if they get Trump, and they're obviously, they're going to get Flynn, they're going to get Manafort, they're going to get uh, Carter Page, they get Trump too, it's entirely possible that they could end up with, with Pence, and then there's all of these rumors on Twitter now about about the Republicans uh, T- taking Russian money. Yeah, they're, 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 you know, it's it's going back to I've talked about this on the uh, on the after party. Um, I'm I'm following you know Claude Taylor, Louise Mensch, and uh, John Schindler, mm-hmm. a, a bunch of other ones on Twitter, and you know they get a lot of uh, crap. Some from liberals. Yeah. Um, I, I believe even Malcolm Nance has had some things to say about him. But you, you can't deny that in the last month or two, they have been putting out information that has come to pass and they have been scooping mainstream media on it. So for what it's worth, you know, you can't take anything that they say as actual fact. You just read it and say, hmm, I wonder what's going to happen here. So Louise Mensch, actually, this is fascinating. Um, Louise had talked about, uh, I think it was... Tuesday, mm-hmm. um, she put out a blog talking about um, U.S. Marshals getting some something in agreement with the Department of Justice. She wouldn't like she didn't know what it was. She didn't know when it was going to happen. Evidently, somebody who works at the EDVA, the Eastern District of Virginia, mm-hmm. um, in, in the courthouse, is saying that there were marshals in in military gear in riot gear. 
um, and they were clearing out the courthouse. Evidently, that wasn't on the news, but it was from somebody who worked there. So she had reported that on Tuesday, and then this story comes out, uh, or some from some somebody I know who said that they saw this going on. So take it for what it's worth, yeah. all for what it's worth. But Mensch was saying um, that you know Pence has his she she has like a paragraph dedicated to Pence on why he's guilty and he's going to go down. And one of the things that she said about Ryan was that he is on on I guess the NSA has intercept of him admitting that uh, Rush or Russian money is going into the GOP and that there's a RICO case against the whole the GOP. RICO case, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's gotten down to a RICO case yeah. with that, with the Republican Party itself, yeah. which is staggering to, to think about. And then we have this extra layer of, and not to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but we've got this extra layer of idiot Kevin McCarthy, the House yeah. Majority Leader, just can't uh, can't keep it in. Can't keep it in. Blabs about uh, Putin paying both Trump and Dana Rohrbacher. It didn't happen. And then, oh, it did. It's on tape. It was just a joke. We're just kidding. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the funniest part of that story is that uh, the reporter who broke the story and, and was uh, privy to the tape, they don't have a copy of the tape. They were just listening. They just got a chance to listen to the tape uh, from their source. And, uh, and so they called Paul Ryan's office, I believe, and said, we've got this thing and it's uh, and and we've got you saying this and Kevin McCarthy said that about Putin paying Trump and Rohrbacker and uh, and they denied it. I mean their first reaction was oh that never happened. And then, and then the reporter from the Washington Post said, "Oh yeah, we have a tape." Oh yeah, oh, look. Oh, it was just a joke. Oh, yeah, See, here. that's what you got to tell. And then, and then their reaction was, "Oh, we were just kidding." It was just it was just fun and yeah. Yeah, we those were just fun and yeah. That's what um I always said I was going to say to cops when they pull me over for speeding. <laughs> I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I was going fast as a joke. Can't you take a Don't joke? Don't you get it? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so so we'll come back to that whole story because there are many layers to the uh, the Kevin McCarthy story. On top of the fact that Kevin McCarthy has a record of accidentally blurting yeah. out not only incomprehensible things, but also things that happen to be true. So we're going to get back to uh, Kevin McCarthy here in a second. But we've got Robert Mueller coming in as special counsel to investigate or to head up the investigation into Trump Russia. This is a huge, huge deal. This broke yesterday. This means that the system, and I think this is the thing that's making me breathe a giant sigh of relief. I have to be perfectly honest with you. Last night, I slept through the entire night. I haven't slept through the night uninterrupted. I mean, I slept from literally midnight I think the first time I woke up was maybe 6.30, something like that. Hmm. I've been getting up at like 3 a.m. every night. And and it hasn't been one of those things that, you know, the, the machinery of my brain is working in overdrive. And I'm thinking, about, oh, Trump, Trump, what's going on with Trump? Trump, Russia. It's not like that. But... I haven't been able to sleep. I was able to sleep like a baby last night. Hmm. And it was and it was partly I think because uh because I feel like now we have indications that the system is actually working. Yeah. That the executive branch can police itself and the executive branch can pursue justice in a way that is uninterfered with by the authoritarian in the White House. Who, by the way, I mean again, this is just a preliminary amount of satisfaction because at some point in the future, it's entirely possible that Trump is just going to go absolute 1000% bat. Yeah. And he's going to, I mean, I, I put nothing past him. It's entirely possible that if they conclude 
that Trump was involved in the collusion and they tried to remove Trump from office, whether it's the 25th Amendment or whether it's some sort of, which is long shot to me as long as the Republicans uh, control Congress, an impeachment is completely a long shot. Uh, One way or another, they tried to remove Trump from office that he would end up barricading himself in the White House, ordering the military to surround the White House grounds to make sure that he can't be removed. I mean, I'm I'm thinking anything is possible. Putin would probably have to give him that idea because I don't even know if he's capable of that kind of independent thought. You know what? I think... Uh, Trump is, and by the way, if I give that caveat one more time, I'm going to be interchanging Putin and Trump yeah, and, and their names ongoing, and, and also throwing in Nixon in the mix <laughs> too. Uh, but regardless, I think that Trump is entirely uh, capable of doing a wide variety of things Absolutely. on his on his own volition, mm-hmm. and well, that doesn't yeah, even I include, guess. as you've been saying, uh, with advice from from Vladimir Putin, because yeah. you know we were talking about this uh, off the air. Which is, and this is just a kind of a, I'm just trying to think and speculate and, and consider what the extent of the collusion might have been. And with this, and I guess we're going to jump into this Kevin McCarthy thing here. With this information from Kevin McCarthy, and, and again, factoring into the equation that, yeah, it could be a joke. It could be just him mm-hmm. saying something stupid. There is a, yeah. a, a minuscule possibility that that's the case. But if it's real... And Putin is actually paying Trump. It occurred to me yesterday when this story broke, Putin is actually giving Trump money or Putin gave Trump money to run for president. I mean, at one point we have a record of Trump lending. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Trump lent his campaign $45 million of his own money at one point. And I don't know, I don't remember exactly, I'm not privy to the uh, complete amount that Trump spent on his presidential campaign. But I do know that it was quite a bit. And I do know that at one point, he used $45 million of his own money. That was one lump sum that he transferred from his own accounts into uh, uh, Donald Trump makes America great again, pack or whatever, whatever the Trump uh, uh, campaign is. And uh, did that money come from Vladimir Putin? Did that was that money somehow laundered through Paul Manafort or one of the oligarchs? I'm sure it and then was. It got to- I'm sure it was, and you know, I mean, we, as we've talked about this off, you know, the podcast, um, you know, I'm 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 ready to go down any avenue as a possibility. I, I'm certainly not going to say, oh, this is absolutely how it is, yeah. because I don't know. You know, I'm just we're all just here trying to figure out what's actually going on because we don't have the answer. So in the meantime, you know, it's like you said, we speculate yep. and, and I, I wouldn't put it past Putin at all to be uh, paying, you know, paying Trump uh, as well as providing the money he needed to uh, campaign. Yep. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if I've, you know, if that whole um, birther thing, yeah. was the idea of the Russians. Right. Because it makes sense. If it if it if that was the case, then um you you know you think about it. Putin wants control of the United States. Mm-hmm. I'm he wants control of everything, but the, the United States would be the biggest get for him. Yeah. And uh so, you know, how could he do that? Well, he can see very clearly that we have this divide in our country. We have this divide and we have all of these angry right-wingers who hated President Obama and mm-hmm. said that he was Muslim. Hey, here's an idea. Here's an idea, Trump. <laughs> you know, you go out there and you tell everybody he isn't, you know, he's from Kenya. I don't yeah. trust his birth certificate. And, you know, when was Trump political before? All of a sudden he gets this hard on for Obama. Now, I do think he's a racist, but... um, 
you know, I, I, I don't know. It seems kind of odd, you know, looking back that he just was, he had a hard on for this, for this story and he wouldn't let it go for five years. And it's, I think it could, could be a way to get a huge part of that base in line to vote yeah. if he were to get uh, the nominee, which he did. Well, you know, just to, to, to briefly correct you. Or the nomination, I, I, I mean. Trump has been dabbling in politics since, uh, what was it, 1988? He was thinking about running in 1988. Yeah. The, uh, but, yeah. But, but the fact remains that he did spend a considerable amount of time, most of the time in which he was on The Apprentice and not even really dabbling right. in I politics. Right. I mean, but it was like that, that was the one thing that he just would not yeah. let go. And then what, what What was it, 2011 rolled around and he suddenly dove into the, the birth certificate thing long after the birth certificate scandal had been just laid to rest and well it wasn't even a scandal it was just a stupid conspiracy theory from Orly Tate's for God's sake and and then and then suddenly after Orly Tate's goes away the whole birth certificate thing just completely died after the election and then suddenly Trump Trump, let's let's resurrect (laughs) I can't can't say resurrect in a Russian (laughs) boy Putin Putin talking to Trump let's Let's resurrect this uh Birther. Let's do this thing. You go start talking about birth certificate and we do Just business together. I give you 45. Believe, believe I, me. Believe me. This I can tell you. <laughs> then it you, will be tremendous. And then what you do is you say to President Xi, have some chocolate cake and then we will bomb <laughs> Syria. But by the way, that voice, that's, that's the voice that I do for every man who lives <laughs> east of Europe. <laughs> that is like everyone, everyone in Asia... Or uh, West Asia, and then on eastward. Well, don't that's, forget, that's I used voice. to live in Russia, and that's um, right. You lived in Moscow during the Soviet era. Yes, and so although I am not a uh, an expert on on communism, right? I I lived there, and I got to see. I was twelve years old, mm-hmm. and I got. And, and the reason is because my father was a cameraman for ABC News, so I got to see firsthand this huge country that you know just. The fact that they were under communist rule, it was it was very easy to keep them in line. There were militiamen on every street corner, yeah. and uh, you know Russians were just too afraid to step out of line. And 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 I saw a big country where this happened, so I understand very well that this can happen here. But going back to the uh, accent thing, but wait, I, b- before you continue forward though, when uh-huh. your dad was in news, did he ever know uh, Roger Ailes? Because I don't know, I don't no. know, he might he might be mourning the the loss of Roger. Roger Ailes is dead now, right? <laughs> See, I, I told you, I thought I was going to stop doing it, but I just can't help myself. Um, uh, he did not know Roger Ailes. Okay. Right. But uh, but <laughs> I had a Russian teacher, and she told me, her name was Renata Maximovich, and she told me that I had a perfect Russian accent. Well, that's uh, that's outstanding. And, and you can also speak a little bit of Russian, too, right? <laughs> what is What does that mean That means, exactly? hello, how are you? Oh, very and good. And also, which is, I know where the KGB is. Do you know how to I say I used it? to say, I posted this on my Facebook page, I used to say that to the Russian guards at the American embassy, and I was like this chubby um, dorky looking 12 year old with big thick glasses and I would go up in my squirrel you know my squirrel Russian hat yeah. which at the t- I would not have now because it's a squirrel hat but at the right. time I had it it was purchased for me and uh, I would go up to the guards and I would look at them and go <laughs> and they would just look at me like you stupid idiot <laughs> do you know how to say in Russian that uh, Roger Ailes is dead <laughs> God damn it. I don't know. Sorry to Roger Ailes' family. I don't know. All right. (laughs) Okay, so I guess we got to... Let's talk about Harry's Razors here. And then we'll uh, we'll get back into all of the... uh Robert Mueller stuff, and oh, we've got a misspelled tweet. 
today from Trump that was deleted in violation of the Presidential Records Act and, and so much more. But uh, I am, uh, God, I hate to say it. Usually I am, uh, am well-shaven by the time it's uh, showtime. Today, no, no. I haven't used my Harry's razor today, but I swear to God, after the show is over, I'm going to take a, uh, a, nice, uh, a nice refreshing shower, and then I'm going to uh, shave, a clean, close shave with my German-engineered Harry's razor. All right? Smooth, clean shave that, blades, that, uh, that glides like butter. Comes right to my door at half the cost of the big name brands. That's Harry's, and that's what I love about shaving uh, with those uh, with those blades. From the hefty balanced handle that fits your hand to the precision engineered five blade cartridges that come with a lubricating strip, a trimmer blade, and a travel cover to Harry's rich lathering shave gel. It all started when Harry's founders, Jeff and Andy, have you seen Jeff and Andy on the commercials? I, I just saw them the other day. I saw my first Harry's commercial on TV, and I finally got to see what Jeff and Andy look like. They're hot. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Jeff and Andy, hot. But they got tired of being ripped off on blade prices. One big company in particular jacked up their prices again and again and made a fortune while we all spent a fortune. And Jeff and Andy quickly discovered the problem. It was the middleman, so they bought their own factory. One that's been making blades for over 100 years so they can ship top quality blades directly to you. The result, quality products at your door for half of what you've been paying. And that's the Harry's story. Become a part of it. Go to harrys.com right now to try their new shave set free of charge. You just pay the shipping. Sign up at harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. That's harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. And because you're a loyal listener to this podcast, Harry's will even throw in a free post-shave bomb. It's the mother of all bombs. But only if you log on to harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. Do it now. The Bob Seska Show. Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Oh, we're back. Hey, hi. Hello. How you doing? That's us. Uh... Oh. Yeah, I know. I was just going to say that. Mm, Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell committed suicide. Is that it? Yeah, I guess he hanged himself. Is that is that the official that's explanation? What, that's what I read, yeah. Oh, my God. And he was 52, and I guess he was on tour. Jesus Christ, what the hell is going on? That's uh, that's all kinds of wrong. All he, kinds of wrong. His voice just takes me back to the 90s. Yeah, it really does. I mean, it's just, and, and I got to thinking again. I'm just like, God damn it, Gen X, we're a bunch of old people now. I know. We're, we're, we're old well, and we're Well, we're not really yet. old. We're just like, older. You know, we're, we're the middle-aged crew but I mean, if just, we live to be 100. Well, if I, like, I, I'm going to be 49 this year. Seeing like, did you see the latest pictures of, of uh, Metallica? Metallica looking like, seriously, looking like old men with gray hair. They've all got gray hair now. Metallica, for God's sake. I know. Uh, anyway. Well, Mick so, Jagger doesn't. <laughs> I wonder why that would be. I wonder. Hmm. Uh, I wasn't the biggest Soundgarden fan, although I, I liked Soundgarden just yeah, about, me, a, same. A, about as much as anybody who was in college at the time that they were popular. Uh, but uh, I, I do recognize him as a uh, as a mega talent in uh, in music and, and certainly in modern music. And uh, his uh, his loss will be uh, profoundly felt. I think uh, as I think the music industry is uh, is is slowly fading into something that is almost unrecognizable. It's really it's really kind of sad to watch. Uh, but nevertheless, okay. So we have a misspelled Trump tweet, like two. two. I think there's two. He- I, or at least he misspelled two words. Oh, did he really? Because I I just saw that he misspelled counsel. And illegal. 
he misspelled illegal. Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> I'm trying not to and hyperventilate. Then I'm just sorry. I sent this to you on your Facebook, but <laughs> the, the latest thing that I just saw is Trump expected to pick Joe Lieberman as FBI director. Oh, God. I know. Oh, God. Oh, God, please, Robert Mueller. I, I know Robert Mueller is, uh, is kind of a, a slow, deliberate investigator, but uh, hurry it up. Hurry, 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 hurry. Because this is all, seriously, this is all, it's all damage. I, I can't stop saying it. It's all damage every second he's in the White House. Already he's pissing off Israel. Did you see the latest yes. that he's, he's just, I mean, on top of, on top of blabbing classified information to the Russians that was given to him through Israel. But then you have this Western Wall gaffe where they misplaced the location of the Western Wall, and then they, uh, and then there was a, a story that was uh, that was reported this morning, in which Trump was supposed to visit uh, a uh, a whole a sacred place in Israel. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Masada. Yeah, it's like this ancient uh, ruins on top of this. Uh, it's it's very difficult to get to. It's on top of a like a plateau that's it's almost impossible to get up there. And Trump wanted to land his helicopter up there, and because they wouldn't allow the helicopter to land there, Trump just canceled the the entire visit <laughs> to that location. God damn it! <sighs> I know, I know. So we've got uh, we got Trump whining on Twitter, which is. Uh, uh, nothing new, uh, you know, it's just like, and I knew last night, I knew as soon as he, as soon as this story about the special counsel broke, that Trump would be unable to restrain himself from whining and, yeah, and commenting on it. And, uh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that at some point soon they're going to start or has Fox news already, already started attacking Rob, Robert Mueller. Well, actually there was something on the daily banter about WikiLeaks. A WikiLeaks is yeah. already attacking Robert Mueller. Is that? Yeah, it? I don't. I don't know the exact story, but oh, but it Jesus. is on the banter. God damn it! So I mean, it's only a matter of time too before we hear from some uh, House Republican screecher like Steve King or Louis Gohmert or one of those guys uh, who will introduce a bill to defund the special counsel. I bet that's yeah. right around the corner. Right. I, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm speculating here that I have no information to that end, but I do believe. That this is within the, the purview of the Republicans. I mean, this they're the kind just, of crap I don't they trust do. them at all. Yeah. So meanwhile, Trump tweets this whiny diaper baby. He said here, with all of the illegal acts and apparently <laughs> illegal. No, I, I think he's got illegal spelled correctly here. Illegal with uh, I-L-L-E-G-A-L. Is okay, that it? I don't know. There was something I saw. Yeah, illegal. no, he, mis- he misspelled counsel. Counsel. He spelled okay, I got it. I got it. I- C-O-U-N-C-E-L. There you go. I, just, I thought he did two words. So. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. What, a, what an idiot. What, what a phenomenal idiot. Just misspelling that and then deleting it in violation of the Presidential Records Act. But again, it's like another whiny thing. With all of the illegal acts that took place in the Clinton campaign and the Obama administration, there was never a special counsel appointed. Poor little baby Trump. Don't you see the other kids are doing drugs and drinking and I don't do anything wrong. Why don't you go after those other kids? Obama smoked pot. Jesus Christ. So did George Bush. Then Then he tweets here, this is the single greatest witch hunt of a politician in American Let me get my history. tiny violin. Mm-hmm. There it is. The single greatest witch hunt 
of a politician in American history. And then, and then he was speaking at the Coast Guard commencement the other day and had to use that occasion to whine again. Yeah, I just want to hear the song Poor, Poor, Pitiful Me playing in the background. <laughs> Here's Trump whining at the Coast Guard uh, commencement. Never, ever, ever, ever give up. Never, ever. Things will work out just fine. Mm-hmm. Look at the way I've been treated lately. By the way, it's not going to work out just fine for him. No. Sorry. Sorry. Never giving up is not going to help you, Donald Trump. Never, ever, ever ever. give up. Things will work out just fine. No. Look at the way I've been treated lately. No, look at it. It's so Especially sad. By- it's so sad. Look at the way he's been treated. Look at all of the things that he's been unfairly attacked for. You know, all these stupid things that he actually does to himself. Mm-hmm. You ha- I mean, you have to be immensely blinded by your ideology to not see that most of this is of Trump's own creation. Well, they are. Im- they are blinded. Yeah, they're completely blinded. Yeah, and those comments are uh, a good indication. But I mean, they just don't. They don't want to. I mean, at some point, you have to you have to say to yourself, do I really want to be on record for all of history, preserved yeah, on the Internet? They're not even thinking but, about but, that. But, they just hate leftists. P- preserved throughout history, embracing this guy. Do I really want my children and grandchildren and their grandchildren to see, to go back and search my Facebook and search the internet and find my name and see that I supported a monster like Donald Trump or a monster like Roger Ailes for that matter, or on down the line, any of these people, Vladimir Putin. Do you really, I mean, are you really proud of that? Are you really sure that sadly they are, that's the legacy that you want the digital legacy that will be preserved for all time. You know, think about it. They're they're, um, as I've mentioned before, certain people that I no longer, uh, I'm friends with, and on Facebook, and one of them had a picture of herself with Trump a long time ago. She was an mm. actress, and so she, you know, posted this picture during the campaign season. And her mother came on, and and um, or somebody asked her, "Are you voting for Trump?" And she said, "Yep." And then uh, <laughs> somebody said how proud they were. Yeah. And the same thing. I have a friend from high school whose mother came on and said she, she's so proud she of proud, her daughter. She proud clinger. Right wing yeah. and bitter clinging proud and just, clingers. Like, I can't believe you know it's this one woman who I was friends with in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean I've always known that she's Republican and I don't understand it because she's really smart and she is very self-sufficient. Yeah. Always has been self-sufficient and and understands the importance of equality and all of that. So, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't I get it don't either. Get it. I don't get it. It's just it's tribalism is all it is, really. They've decided that I'm linked to this team and I'm going to cheer for this team no matter what happens. Yeah. You know, it's just it's this stubbornness that goes along with uh, modern politics now. No one wants to admit that their team effed up that I mean in this case seriously est all over the bed I'm, just, I'm just trying desperately not to use they, they the bed they totally <laughs> the bed is what I'm, I'm getting at here here let's continue they est to the bed they est to the bed <laughs> uh, here's more of Donald Trump at the commencement the other day by the media no politician in history <laughs> and I say this with great Surety. Yeah. That, that, by the way, that little bit there, that little insert that he threw in, great surety, that sent most of, uh, most of us to the, uh, to the dictionary to make sure that that was a word. <laughs> I found out that it is a word. I think it's spelled S-U-R-E-T-Y, mm-hmm. surety. But I think he was like, 
Got that one out. I yeah. almost said something that wasn't a word, but I came up with surety. Thank God it's a word. <laughs> Has been treated worse or more unfairly. Aww. You can't let them get you down. Aww. You can't let the critics and the naysayers get in the way of your dreams. Yeah. When you want to... When you want to become a dictator, I don't. guess that's why I won. Thank you. I yeah. guess that's why we won. Yeah, that's why he won. Is he can't stop talking about how much he won by. Don't ever let Kimberly Mad Dog Johnson. Don't ever let <laughs> people get in the way of becoming a dictator. If you want to become a dictator, go forward and be the best goddamn dictator <laughs> that you can possibly be. <sighs> then, he, then his official statement uh, after uh, Mueller was appointed uh, as special counsel. Trump released this statement. As I have stated many times, a through investigation, it's supposed to be thorough, but it's a, a through investigation <laughs> will confirm what we already know, that there was no collusion between my campaign and any foreign entity. I look forward to this matter concluding quickly. In the meantime, I will never stop fighting for the people and the issues that matter most to the future blah, of our country. Fuck, blah, blah, uh, blah, blah. Bull S. Yep, it's a bull <laughs> S. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. Okay, and then we also learned today that the Trump campaign had 18 previously undisclosed contacts with Russia. I assume that this is because yeah, it says- Yeah, during, during, from was like April to November or something. Yeah, April to November, right after Paul Manafort yeah. joined the campaign. <laughs> There's a shock. Paul Manafort and Carter Page joined the campaign right around that time. And then suddenly we hear about all of these uh, contacts with the Russians. All right. Apparently, during the 2016 campaign, aides and advisors to Donald Trump, including Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, had no fewer than 18 contacts with senior Russian officials close to Vladimir Putin. Front and center of those contacts, the Russian ambassador, Sergei Kislyak. God damn it who was just visiting the White House the other day. Reuters reported in an early morning exclusive on Thursday that the ambassador and a man who would become national security advisor were looking to create a secret back channel directly to Vladimir Putin and go around the traditional U.S. national security community. Um, also, by, by the way, it's unclear right now whether Mike Flynn is refusing mm -hmm. to honor the Senate Intelligence Committee subpoena for uh, his records for his documents. They said originally today that he was refusing to turn right. over his documents. He just hasn't yet. Yeah, but now they've updated that story to say that uh, he, he just hasn't done it yet. Yeah. But it's entirely possible that he won't. I mean, it wouldn't shock me in the slightest. Because, I mean, we have uh, reports also of Trump continuing to communicate with Mike Flynn and, uh, and maybe directing him what to do. Trying to trying to weasel in and say, "Hey, listen, d don't give them your documents." Well, there there's also that story um, that the somebody on Morning Joe hinted that he turned on Pence and that he had a story to tell. That he that he turned on Pence or yeah. Trump? No, Flynn. That Flynn turned on Pence. Yeah, uh, here's the headline from Raw Story. Anyway, Morning <laughs> Joe panel hints Flynn turned on Pence. Uh, quote: He had a story to tell. He's now starting to tell that story. And then, as recently as uh, as April, Trump was still communicating with Flynn. And in, the, in this one case, in this one instance, uh, Trump told Flynn to, quote unquote, stay strong. Yeah. Stay strong. Interesting use of words there. Stay strong. I remember I've used those words before. I, you know, and it was right after the election. It was like the, the, the day or two or three right after the election. Everyone's writing me going, Bob, what do we do? And I would write back and say, stay strong. Yeah. We were we were in a predicament at that point in time. Right. Uh, November 9th, 10th, 11th, right, right around there, the days after the election, in which we all thought 
that it was crashing and burning all around us. And and it still might. I mean, I'm not yeah. just saying that it's not going to. But it was just an entire population of despondent people, people who didn't know what to do next, people who were terrified of what was coming. And my response was, <laughs> stay strong. So this is like, this is Donald Trump basically saying, yeah, stay strong. And and by the way, you're screwed. Because we're all going down. Well, that kind of reminds me, last night on Lawrence O'Donnell, uh, they were talking about Kevin McCarthy's yes. Uh, thing. Yes, I'm you glad know, you brought that up. Because he said, you know, um, Lawrence basically said he went to Catholic school, and if they wanted to make sure people knew they were telling the truth, they would say, swear to God. And that's what Kevin McCarthy <laughs> that's right. said. Yeah, swear uh, to God. You know, when, when there was laughter after he said Putin paid Trump. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, swear to God. Well, let's get into Kevin McCarthy uh, right after uh, one last break, more show right after this. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Hey, let me ask you a question. You've gotten anything for your dad for Father's Day yet? Oh, balls. Yeah, I totally forgot too. No, I mean I got him oh balls soap. Bubble Genius makes soap that look like golf balls and smell like fresh cut grass in metal buckets. Get out of town. He's crazy for the golf. Don't forget your dad this Father's Day. Bubble Genius has balls and more for the first man in your life. BubbleGenius.com Bob Seska This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. All right, welcome back to the show today. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for supporting the show at Patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. Go right now and sign up for the uh, post-mortem show for $5 a month. You can also sign up for uh, $10 a month. That gets you the post-mortem show twice a week, plus the after party. $15 a month gets you all that stuff, plus an unbleeped uh, commercial-free version of this here show right now. Go do it now. Also, the second half of today's show is brought to you by the Amazon link. Go shopping. Please do go shopping at Amazon.com, but go there through our link. It's just beneath the logo at BobSeska.com. In all capital letters, it says Amazon link. Click that link. It takes you right to the front page of Amazon.com. You go shopping. It's just the same as always. You buy anything you could possibly want right there at Amazon.com, and we get a small commission from everything you buy. It costs you nothing extra and helps support the show. Okay, so thank you for doing that. Uh, okay, Ke- Kevin McCarthy. You might remember Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy made some news uh, a couple of years ago when uh, John Boehner stepped down and there was a, uh, a fight for the, the uh, role of Speaker of the House. And Kevin McCarthy was the first guy who kind of stepped up and was in the running to be the next Speaker of the House. And he was screwed for a number of reasons, one of which was uh, admitting that Benghazi, the Benghazi uh, investigation was all about. And this is something he actually said. This is he, he accidentally blurted this, blurted the truth on television, and it destroyed his chances for Speaker of the House. And he said that Benghazi was all about stymieing Hillary Clinton's campaign for president. He was like, like oh, yeah, I see the Benghazi investigations going forward. Hillary Clinton's numbers are dropping. <laughs> F you. And so, and then I thought it was that. I thought it was a little bit of that. I also thought it was because Kevin McCarthy has trouble with delivering speeches. And I don't know exactly what the problem is, but this is, here's Kevin McCarthy uh, talking at the time uh, something to do with grandchildren and, I don't know, saving America for the future, something like that. It had to be hundreds of thousands of their grandchildren to make that decision. We don't have the same as difficult decision 
but this White House is managing the decline and putting us in tough decisions for the future. <laughs> the oh White God. House is putting us in tough decisions yeah. for the future. What? What? That makes no sense. You know, here's uh, Kevin McCarthy talking about Iraq and Syria. This safe zone would create a stem of flow of refugees. Stem, unlike during stem of flow of refugees. During the surge in Iraq, when Petraeus and Crocker had an effective politically strategy to match the military strategy. We have isolated Israel <laughs> military. while holding places like Iran. The absence of leadership over the past six years has had a horrific consequences all across the globe. In the past few years alone, I have visited Poland, Hungary, Hungary Estonia, Russia, and Georgia. <laughs> that is Kevin McCarthy. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's so funny. That's so funny. He, he visited. Uh, it reminds me of a certain liberal blogger I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Right. He, uh, this guy, this guy visited Hungary. Uh, who knew? I remember that. I do remember. <laughs> who knew that you could Everybody visit? Everybody was, was talking about it. Hungary. Okay. So here's the, here's the conversation as reported by uh, the Washington Post. McCarthy says, the, okay, oh, let me set the scene here. This is an important bit of context that I'm glad that Rachel Maddow talked about this last night, mm-hmm. that it was at, really at the tail end of her show, so she wasn't really able to dig into the meat of this story. But the context of this conversation, it happened right after uh, McCarthy and Paul Ryan had emerged from separate talks at the Capitol with Ukrainian Prime Minister Vladimir Groisman. By the way, that's my favorite superhero, Groisman. <laughs> Groisman? Gro- Hello, I'm Groisman. <laughs> Groisman. I'm Groisman, here to save Ukraine. <laughs> See if this sounds familiar. Groisman described a Kremlin tactic of financing populist politicians to undercut Eastern European democratic institutions. Hmm, what could that be? What could that be? And then Kevin McCarthy emerges and says Putin yeah. pays Trump yep. right after he learned from Groisman that uh, the Kremlin likes to finance populist pol- politicians to undercut Eastern European democratic institution. Just as is what happened here. Strange, crazy coincidence, yeah. isn't it? winky dink. Yeah, yeah. So this conversation occurred right after they met with uh, Groisman. McCarthy says, there's, there's two people I think Putin pays Rohrbacher, as in Dana Rohrbacher, and who's a member of Congress, a Republican, and Trump. And then there's laughter. And then McCarthy says, as you said before the break, swear to God, McCarthy says. And then Paul Ryan responds, this is an off-the-record, ha-ha-ha laughter, no leaks laughter, all right? And then more laughter. Then Ryan says, this is how we know we're a real family here. And then Steve Scalise uh, jumps in and says, that's how you know that we're tight. (laughs) March in lockstep. March in lockstep. More laughter. And then Ryan says, what's said in the family stays in the family. You know what? I just have to say this right here at the outset. Las Vegas. I'm so, I, I hate that Las Vegas has inserted that thing into yeah. the vernacular in the United States. Yeah. That you can just say that. And so it's, it's like now it ex, it's an excuse. Like everyone's yeah. like, well, okay, this is giving us carte blanche to do whatever the F we want. Right. <laughs> because we've said this uh, Las Vegas slogan. What happens stupid in Vegas stays. Vegas. Stupid Vegas. All right. So here's the actual timeline of events. Because what's important here, again, as I said at the top, 
Context, context, context. This happened months before news of Russia's involvement in the hacks to help Trump was made made public. Mm-hmm. Right, we knew uh, back in June that Russians were behind the DNC hack. That was right around June 14th. And then on June 15th, the day after news broke that Russians had, had been the ones who had hacked the DNC, the day after was this McCarthy conversation. I mean, literally, that happened June 14th. With the, mm-hmm. We learned about the Russians. June 15th, the McCarthy conversation. June 19th, Trump is nominated at the convention. Ju- uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. July 19th, Trump is nominated at the convention. So that's over a month later. Mm-hmm. July 25th, we learned for the first time that Russia hacked to help Trump specifically. And I remember covering that on this show on July 26th. Yeah. We talked about, we, we, Chez and I talked about it as being the biggest story of the year. And, uh, and so this happened again, this McCarthy conversation happened more than a month, a month and 10 days before we learned that Russia was hacking to help Trump. So McCarthy knew something. McCarthy had a hunch about something to specifically name Trump at that point. While Trump was running for president, there was no real public speculation that there was any link between Trump and Russia. Mm-hmm. At least not that any, anyone in political internet or elsewhere was talking about. I don't remember anything like that. Um, so, so that's that. And so how did McCarthy know? Maybe, maybe Groisman told him. I mean, how could, they, how could they have found that out? So it's entirely possible that McCarthy and Paul Ryan and other members of the Republican caucus or Republican leadership knew about Trump and Russia. So what yeah. did they, what did the Republican leadership know and when did they know it? Well, you know, I mean, there's all this talk of compromise. Yeah. And since we know that so much of uh, Russia's, uh, I don't know, values, if you want to call them, mm-hmm. line up with the Republican Party, yeah. um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if this, this whole kind of, uh, you know, compromise where the Russians promise money and boy, Republicans love their money, not to say yeah. Democrats don't, but... The Republicans love their money, and then they get involved uh, doing something, and then the Russians got they have them, yep. and then they kind of all know what's going on. I don't know. I mean, I'm just guessing, uh, but they're. I don't trust any of them. You know, I, I really hope that this this is true. That there's going to be a RICO case brought up against the whole party. Yeah, because if the party has been taking foreign money from Russia, which is now has to be considered a hostile foreign power. Yeah, I mean, even before. Even before they conducted this massive cyber attack on the United States, they had to have been considered a uh, at least a frenemy, uh, if nothing else. Well, what they do to their own people? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, for anybody who hasn't seen the documentary about Pussy Riot, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's very good. And and those women, you know, I mean, I I consider myself an activist, but I, you know, I am nothing compared to uh, what they will sacrifice for freedom. These, These girls, and they were girls went to Russian jail. And then when they got out, they went right back to uh, rabble rousing. Yep. So. Yep. And I, I, I still can't fathom why anyone on the left would soft pedal on Putin. I do not get that. I do not understand where you're coming from. When you, uh, liberal Puritan uh, in the Greenwald sphere, starts downplaying the, the threat of Vladimir well, Putin. Well, I think what- they hated Hillary Clinton so much. And, you know, I just have to say, as a former 
full-on Bernie supporter. He has Ugh. done nothing but disappoint me, and I do not support. I mean, I still support his view and yes, his so his, yeah. his ideal. You know, his ideas for this country. You know, I I want single payer. I want higher minimum wage. All of that stuff. I want all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But but the way he's conducting himself and behaving is is disappointing. He recently suggested that you know we shouldn't uh, jump to. First of all, he said that liberals shouldn't politicize the Russia thing because uh, he there may not be proof of collusion. Okay, fine, fine. There may not be proof, but uh, like there's so much smoke right now, you can't yeah. even breathe. And then um, what was it he said yesterday? He something about not something about not being ready to jump on the impeachment train or I don't remember. Yeah. How what he, the hell is that? It's like, I mean, that Oh my God. Bar- and, and the thing is, is what he's doing is he's fanning the flames of the left that wants to deny anything's happening with Russia. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, obviously it, it also gives people uh, motivation to suggest that Bernie Sanders doesn't want to mention Russia because he doesn't want to admit that Russia helped right. Bernie Sanders specifically because yeah, because of the bots and the you know the bots were in there yeah. supporting Sanders and injecting misinformation into Clinton groups and so forth and I guess he doesn't want to be linked to that maybe I don't, I don't, I don't know I don't, I don't know. know what's in I his mind know. I just all I know is that I'm so disappointed in his actions lately Well hey look this is what we're gonna do I know we're running way way long at this point and which is uh, I guess predictable based on what's been happening in the news so there's so much stuff to talk about today I'm gonna make the postmortem show free today. So if you're listening to this free show on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever the hell else, SoundCloud, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, bobseska.com, you can go to patreon.com slash Bob and Chez right now and you can listen to the postmortem show for free. Yeah. Get a hint in terms of what it sounds like, what it, all the obscenities that occur, but there's still more stuff that we need to cover on Trump Russia and uh, all kinds of other things uh, surrounding or orbiting the uh, Trump disaster. And that'll be coming up on the uh, Postmortem Show. Again, if you want to sign up and get it every week, you get two Postmortem Shows a week for just $5 a month. If you want to uh, get the After Party, which is happening tomorrow, that's uh, $10 a month. Plus, you also get the uh, two Postmortem Shows for free, too. $15 a month gets you all that stuff, plus uh, commercial-free, unbleeped version of this show. And if you do $1,000 a month, Bob Suskin will send you naked pics. That's exactly right. <laughs> I have them sitting right, right here. Uh, by the way, before we wrap up the, the free show, I did want to mention that uh, Rick Wilson had the, the tweet of the day yesterday. I, I thought this was a great tweet. He wrote here, Dear Trumpers, I always love it when Rick, Rick yeah. Wilson talks to the Trumpers. Dear Trumpers, no wall, no tax cuts, no Obamacare repeal, no trade deals. You get nothing. <laughs> nothing, nothing but months of pain. You right? get nothing. Yeah. You lose. <laughs> Good day, sir. That's right. All right, the uh, post-mortem show is coming up next. Thank you to Kimberly Johnson. She's, uh, you can see more of her at, uh, on her Facebook page and at Liberals Unite and at the Huffington Post and at her podcast at Start Me Up, patreon.com slash startmeup. And buy her book. It's called Pey- Peyton's Choice, brand new. On Amazon. Amazon.com. Just uh, search for Peyton's Choice. Or just click the link on the uh, podcast page because I've got it linked all over the place. Take care, folks. Hang in there. Bye-bye.